presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Hey, it is the In My House uh, Pro Wrestling Podcast. It is Scotty Via and Paralegal Mike. Mike, how are you, brother? I'm not bad, Scotty, and yourself? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing better than all right. I'm doing real good. Had a nice day at work. It was very productive. Everything went well. Uh, yeah, felt accomplished today, Mike. Love to hear it. I yeah. actually felt pretty accomplished today at work, too. I, I kind of figured you were pretty busy. You were pretty quiet in the uh, the group chat with Tom. And yep. when, I, when I see that, I'm like, Mike's got shit going on. He's working, hey, working real hard. Got to take those calls, ring That's those right. phones. <laughs> That's right. Thanks for checking out the show again. If you're a brand new listener, obviously hit us up on the socials at In My House Pod. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's where you'll find us. Interact with us. Send us a DM. Comment on our posts, and uh, we'll interact and chat back with you. You can definitely see that happening. Do that. Hit up Caravan Curio Collectibles here in Regina fantastic store they had the fan expo here in our city in regina this past weekend and he had a booth that was jam-packed every time i went by he, he was full yep. every time so it was, it was great no to i see. popped in on the sunday and saw them so how was uh how was your event <laughs> i haven't really talked to you since you've been at fan expo when you were helping out how'd that go it was fan expo <laughs> yeah. i uh, saw some friends of the show oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. that's good that's good uh, yeah, you were texting me saying like it, it's pretty cool to be recognized because of wrestling right now, yeah. and that, that's because of this potty <laughs> and us in and, and us going to pro wrestling shows here in the city. So that's fantastic. And speaking of pro wrestling, boy, we got some pro wrestling to talk about. We do, dude. Let's get right into it today. As we're, as we're recording, the news broke that Jade Cargill has signed a multi-year deal with WWE. Everyone knows her from AEW. Went undefeated for 50, 60 some matches. Uh, as the TBS champion and had a great run there. Great run. One of Cody Rhodes's people uh, training in his school. 
someone that he kind of took under his wing to make sure that this person was a star. And Jade Cargill was a star in AEW. Absolutely. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, the worst kept secret in professional wrestling. Yeah, it, it definitely is. But, like, the wild thing to me is, Mike, that this is someone coming from another company. Her contract was up. She wasn't released. And now signing with WWE, and they didn't make it a surprise on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown or on the upcoming Fastlane pay-per-view. It's out there. ESPN's reporting it. It's confirmed. She is signed with a multi-year deal with WWE. And then the full-blown WWE coverage on all their social medias, the interviews, her going to the performance center, doing some training, uh, just anytime you looked at WWE social media today, it was Jade Cargill. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's a, a great fit, obviously. I, I think it's a great look. Um, we'll have some really great opponents. I'm not sure of how they're they're going to use Jade Cargill if she's going to go through the paces and get put through NXT and then and then go up to the main roster. I it's yet to be seen, especially when you show videos of you going to the PC. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of up in the air. I I would think knowing them and where you came from, like you're not you're not Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So it's a good chance that we could see Jade Cargill show up in NXT. Is my thought. What do you but, think uh, they're going to actually do? We know what we would, how we would book it, what we would do, what we think would fit best. But what do you think the WWE will do? Send her to NXT or this is a main roster debut when the time is right? Um, I think they look at it like we looked at Jade Cargill's run in AEW. Like there's no no bash at the look or the presence in ring. It's just I think ring work has got to is got to shape up, right? And I think the best place to go and learn is from the people who are at the Performance Center, obviously, Sean being there. There's a lot of great knowledge you can drink in before making that that leap to the main roster. I would personally think it would be the NXT route, but, um, I mean, the look Jade Cargill has, like, you can show up on the main roster. Like, that's no doubt, but I think with Nia Jack showing up on Monday and that kind of stuff, like, it's probably best that we have a name in NXT and keep some some big buzz around NXT because let's get real like Jade Cargill's not pushing numbers in terms of ratings when there's legitimate stuff going on that's pulling in those ratings on both Raw and SmackDown right now. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I do believe and this is just a guess. I think they're going to debut her on the main roster. I think on days off she's at the PC I- she's working, but I can't see them doing this much of a hardcore full-blown press for an NXT True. superstar right now. I just, I just can't. But I mean, what, what you, it's another brand you have. So having a name like that go to that brand like it was in the, the black and gold days when you took people from the indies or from wherever, like you would put them through their paces. Like, yeah. It, 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 but you're right. Like you wouldn't blow up your social media to have someone maybe debut on NXT. I think she debuts on the main roster. But right now with what they're doing, Becky Lynch is the NXT Women's Champion. Dominic Mysterio is the North American Champion. Those are main roster stars doing things in NXT. So it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they had her doing double duty for a bit, just to pop ratings on bull shows kind of thing. So, But I I think the first time we see her on WWE television when she makes her debut is on the main roster. And my big worry is, Mike, is they're going to push her to the moon way too fast. And I don't want that. I don't. Because then, then you get in the force feeding in, which is something that I feel like we finally grown out of. We finally got well, past he, the force feed. And what are you talking about? Cody Rhodes. If, if it wasn't for him losing at WrestleMania, it would have been exactly that. It would have been exactly what you said. But, but he didn't lose. But he didn't win at WrestleMania. He, he lost. Yeah, thank God. 
Thank God. Right. I, I'll 100% agree with that. But I do believe that we're past the whole Roman Reigns force feed, the style, the John Cena force yeah, oh, feed style. You, you can only learn your lesson of failure so many times when the crowd is turning on who you decide is. That's why they've taken their time with LA Knight. This is why they're they're mm-hmm. easing in. They're not rushing into just blowing these people up. So it'll be exciting to see what happens with Jade. I mean, I, I think the internet's blowing up in all the wrong ways. They're like, this is a second AW person. I'm like, contracts will end and opportunities are elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to big companies, there is two. So don't be shocked when you see people who are in AEW going to the Fed or vice versa. This isn't wild. Yeah. This is the nature of the beast. I, I was going to say, I think this is the newest version of people jumping ship and going to the competition. We saw it a ton during the, or the Attitude Era Monday Night Wars, but I think this is a, a bit of a... This isn't a fuck you to anybody or any company or anything like that. But I think this is WWE showing, hey, if you're a major star anywhere else and you want to sign with WWE, we're going to make you a fucking star from the second you sign that contract. And I'm not saying they're going to do that with everybody. But if you're a name in the wrestling business, I imagine your phone's already rang. Yeah. You're telling me Kenny's phone didn't ring? Mm -hmm. Like, of course, his phone rang from the fucking fed it's just it's a no-brainer you're a star we see you're a star we need to do something about it and reaching out and putting those feelers out is huge like you're telling me when it comes time for mjf and his contracts up he'll have a major decision to make there's eyes on him and now the rumors too of wardlow also in that conversation like obviously wardlow is a look that wwe likes so of course they're going to extend that phone call I would think the same for all those guys who had left. I would think at a point, a Claudio will have his contract come to a point and it'll go, do you want to come back? They, yeah. look, When we look at it, it's a good segue into what we're going to talk about next. When you're making cuts from your WWE, obviously we know it was last week that cuts were made from um, WWE. This is the nature of the beast. We go through this with WWE all the time. Um, people are acting like, oh, no, their families in this. Listen, when you're not performing and they can't get it out of you, you didn't take the ball and run. There's some cases like let's get into it. Dolph Ziggler, the Internet blew the fuck up. As you would let me know, Dolph wasn't on a firm contract. He was working on a handshake deal to stick around and help out. Dolph was never. Let's get real. Dolph made good money with WWE. Dolph didn't get the the super superstar treatment. He wasn't a Hulk. He's not a Roman. He's not a Rock. He's not an Austin. I don't think Dolph Ziggler was ever going to be that. But he's a hell of a hand, and he did everything he was asked to do. And now I think he looks and goes, "Well, the grass is greener. Like I could go be a big name star in another company if it be an Impact, if it be an AW, if it, Christ, if you do go over to Japan and want to work there." Your options are endless where you can go and really make a name for yourself. So when people blew up about Dolph, I'm like, this is a long time coming. When it comes to Dolph, not shocking, but like, oh, okay. I guess it's a little bit of like, same thing with Mark Henry, the big show of like, you've kind of been a lifer for WWE. And now that era is just done kind of thing. Right. So I think that is a lot of the shock. Uh, When it comes to Dolph, not being a household name or a bigger star, no one's debating the guy's talent in the ring. Oh, Unfortunately, it's, it's not his company to make the decision on to push himself kind of thing, right? That, that the, In that era, it was Vince's call. For whatever reason, Vince didn't see it. 
he put the belt on him once. Dolph got hurt right after, unfortunately. And that was the end of that, right? And it it sucks and, big time. And I'd say, to, in fairness, like, to Vince, like, and anyone who's just like, well, Vince didn't know what to do with guys. Yeah, well, Vince also still kept his company fucking afloat and filled fucking arenas and obviously was doing something right as much as we don't like the booking. Vince McMahon built stars. Vince McMahon built stars. You can't you can't take that away from the man. The names you know and you love, they came from Vince McMahon. Yeah, absolutely. So don't forget as much as you want to like what he does behind the scenes and who he is as a person. Sure, we shit on that all day. My name is Paralegal Mike. For Christ's sakes, <laughs> we obviously have fun with it. But one thing I cannot deny is that the man knows how to fucking see talent and see dollars, and he maximizes. It's different landscape now. So when I look through, like, you've got the list up there. Was anyone really shocking, Scotty? No. Like, um, Emma getting released? Not that shocking. Not that shocking. Uh, I guess more interesting for a few guys. Uh, for me, I got, like, Elias, who, it, it makes sense that they cut him. They weren't doing it. They wasted four Zero. years of this guy's life. But the guy had everything that you could figure Vince would want. He's an entertainer. He can sing-ish can play guitar and he can work his ass off and and he was very good with what he was given at all times. So curious about that story there as to what the fuck just happened as to why he just fell off completely. He the guy even but, played his own twin brother, changed his appearance and look to get back on television for whatever the storyline was going to be. That fell super flat, but the guy in promos and everything with Kevin Owens like they tried that was the follow-up for Austin and, and Kevin Owens. Was That was the Kevin Owens' program. So they they definitely had a, a purpose for it because Kevin is in a high spot. But again, fell flat for whatever That stickiness is slowly dying even in the Fed. Right? That style of wrestling and that goofy comedy stuff, which, I mean, I love when it's done right. Like, when you make me laugh while watching wrestling, it's something ridiculous and absurd, and it works. I'm all for it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. The feds pivoted. They they are building into a more serious tone of a storyline. Obviously, the bloodline taught them a lot of things. This is what kept people engaged. We should learn from this. If there's feuds to be had, we should probably really put some work into like heated rivalries. And it's worked wonders. It just you can't get a guy who was first playing this guitar and then he was his own twin. Yeah. How do you repackage a guy like that? Have him go away for three years fucking come back after that they I, wait for that i think they do that release to be like go find yourself mm-hmm. well, absolutely. and when we see what you have found we'll capitalize off what you found i feel like them not taking aj styles in the first place was basically like okay we see there's talent here but you got to tell us who aj styles is like who are you and I think his run in in like TNA and stuff like that really diversified him. And obviously, going to Japan really put him over. Is like whoa. When you said like have him go away for three years, at first I was like, you're wasting the guy's career. But I I know what you mean. Let him go. Let him go. Figure it out on the indies at a different company. And if your dream is to come back to WWE and you've put in the work, look at Drew McIntyre. Look at Cody Rhodes. Look at Cody Rhodes. Fuck, even look at Matt Hardy. When the Hardy boys come back and they tried to do the Broken Matt deal, they tried. For I don't think Vince ever got it, so it didn't really go anywhere, but they did yeah. it, and they got paid for it, right? So that, I think, will be the big thing for Elias, is go out, repackage, redo whatever you need to do, 
and then the door is always open kind of deal. Uh, one that I found interesting is was Top Dollar because he's part of Hit Row. BFAB and uh, Ashante the Adonis are still with the company. They didn't get sure. let go, but Top Dollar did. All the dirties are saying he had big heat backstage. He rubbed everyone the wrong way a lot. He was too cocky, oh. too arrogant, walked around like a shit didn't stink. So dirt sheet wise, it, that made sense. But it's interesting that they didn't take the rest of the group with them. Because that's usually nope. how it goes in the past. But I don't know. I'm if, curious. No, now it's... Now it's obviously we saw we saw pieces we liked from a team, and we thought we could do something with it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it, and especially if you're rubbing people the wrong way backstage, fucking putting a target on yourself. Do the work, like guys like Aboogs in this case. Yeah, did everything he's told. Played the fucking the goofy shit you had to do, Boogs. You're doing it, mm-hmm. and he did it. The problem is in doing that, you put yourself in that spot where it's like. I'm expendable. Like if you needed someone to cut, it's like he could volunteer and put his hand up. Yeah. You don't have a great reason for staying there. So some of these names that pop up, like I think the biggest and the last one that shocked people, because we're not, we're not going to sit here and go through the entire list. No, Cause I'm telling not. you, and you can go read it online and you won't be shocked by any of them. Mm-hmm. But um, riddle, I think was the one that hit a lot of people. I think riddles problems outside of the company. Yep. Um, is what hurt Matt Riddle. Well, the releases originally, all the re- ha- releases happened on like a Tuesday of last week. And then Riddle got let go on Friday. Yeah, And it wasn't in the dirt sheets or anything like that. It was Matt Riddle himself like an hour before SmackDown <laughs> that he just tweeted out, I'm no longer with WWE. Thanks for everything. Yada, yada, yada. He may as well have said he's like a pissed dirty again. So that one is shocking because he was huge with teaming with randy orton and the whole time when you're seeing matt Riddle's name in the dirt sheets for doing terrible shit shit uh in his personal life this this and that in the last year a lot of it was always capped off with but randy's high on him randy loves riddle and want can't wait to get back to work with him again a lot of people were speculating that that's what's saving riddle's job out of all these problems is sure. randy's randy's vouching for him he's a good guy still not, still not randy's fuck company though Exactly. So, if, and if Randy has no student, like I don't think we see, we're not seeing Randy until the fucking Rumble. Let's get real. Yep. Oh yeah. There's no way we're seeing him by the end of the year. If we are, I'd be blown away and very happy. But yeah, I'm thinking yep. Rumble for sure. Yeah, but it's it's Rumble for sure. And at that point, too, Riddle's steam outside of RK Bro, I didn't think was great. There were some matches that were entertaining as all hell, sure. But I think story packages like the Seth Matt Riddle program, a lot of people liked it. Some great promos there. Outside of that, though, Scott, like Matt Riddle wasn't. He's great. He's great in ring. Mm-hmm. And and guess what? Matt Riddle's going to get a ton of fucking offers everywhere. Oh, absolutely. I just think when he initially had his issues and they, they put him away for three months, four months, wherever, and then he went to rehab and all that stuff, too. When he finally came back. They're not going to give them that big push again. He's he had to earn it back, is my guess, kind of thing, right? And he did, yeah. but trouble rate right up again. There was a weird story last week that him and Gunther got into it, and he slapped Gunther in the back, and Gunther just no sold it, didn't do anything. No major dirt sheets have reported that the last I saw, but that it was just dirt sheet ru- or you know speculation on message boards or Twitter, or whatever. I don't think guys like Uncle Dave or Sean Ross Sapp were 
were reporting that the, the credible wrestling yeah, but it less, was right? it was interesting that that rumor came out last week and then all of a sudden he's released so there was that hint of well did something happen and they're just trying to keep it quiet and move on because they don't want to tarnish Gar- gunther's name in my opinion i think they want nothing bad news wise and i don't think there is any bad news about gunther being a person or anything like that or how no, that's why backstage I, I... but a lot of this could just be bullshit just to like play yeah. up to like this is what like oh man riddle didn't like no matt riddle probably deserved it matt riddle probably should have stayed clean and, and done the mm-hmm. fucking thing obviously dana white had choice fucking words about matt riddle i didn't even I read her saw here that. but i saw it a headline was, it was cold fucking was it stiff oh man <laughs> those two like already don't like each other yeah so like for dana white to go out and bury the guy it's not a shock but um, yeah, I think Matt Riddle will have very, very great opportunities outside of WWE. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Also, this, before we we move into talking about AEW, um, for all those people who are just like, man, they don't deserve it. Yes, they do. This is the entertainment business. Fuck off. If you don't know these people, people lose jobs all the time. Do you feel that way about athletes who get cut from an NFL team? No, you don't. They're like, who's that guy anyway? Exactly. It's... Who are some of these people? It's no different than someone getting let go from your local Walmart because they just weren't doing a good enough job or they just it just didn't work out or a seasonal and, worker. And guess what? A guy crunched numbers on payroll and went, this doesn't make sense. We can allocate money to a bigger star who will gain us more money, which is what we're after. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's the nature of fucking wrestling. It always has been. Do you sell shirts? It'd be great if you sold some fucking shirts. Yep, exactly. So, but again, like, good luck to everyone going to find another job. Guess what? You will. Oh, yeah. there's plenty of opportunity for you to go and still work. We're in the biggest independent boom of fucking like 30 years right now. So, I think everyone will be fine if they want to continue. If not, like you said before, the day of the releases, OnlyFans is still there. Have at exactly. It. Yeah, have at <laughs> it. Before we get into, um, we're obviously going to talk about Wrestle Dream. Everyone knows we're talking about Wrestle Dream yep. as that pay per view is coming up Sunday. News um, from the Wrestling Observer today, I found interesting. So we we knew, um, obviously Warner is very involved with AEW. Um, it sounds like the the word is they have found a streaming home, and yes, it's going to be HBO Max. And I've heard some reports that AEW's first pay per view of 2024 will be available on HBO Max. Okay. So for all of us here who I mean, HBO Max, like if you subscribe, you're getting that pay-per-view. So it'll be treated like if you have a Peacock account or for, I guess, us here, the network, uh, that those shows will now be available through that. So my our question is, as we always get burned as Canadians, are we going to see that on our Crave version of the service? Because we do get that HBO Max stuff this same day and date, right? Like the Flash becomes available. We get that as well. I don't think we do. There's things that are on HBO Max that we don't get on HBO on Crave. But I, I will say this to your point there. The big stuff you do want, you do get. So like, if you're investing this much money into do having live events, I would I would think AEW is going to fall in into that place, especially when you have a penetrative force in Canada. So now yeah. it's less worry about TSN channels and this we can just have a home and fucking bell reaps benefits nonetheless. True, so they're looking at it like subscribe to crave. I mean, that all makes sense. It makes complete sense. My worry is, is, is 
the penetration AEW does have in Canada because if they had better penetration, I don't think I'd have to pay extra for TSM Plus to watch Collision or Rampage. Uh, sure. But you know? I think maybe that's irrelevant coming into 2024. I, I'm hoping you're right. I, that w- I would love that because, I mean, I I pay, what, 20 some bucks a month for Crave with HBO. And I'm yeah. fine with that. I I'm, I was super pumped to sure and, and tons on. of programming on there to oh, warrant yeah. your twenty bucks. Absolutely, I was uh, pumped to turn it on when there. I'm like, holy shit, the Flash was on here already. Perfect, great. Yeah. Um. Also enjoyed the movie, but uh, yeah, I, I'm hoping that works out for us Canadians. Uh, with AEW being on on HBO Max, I'm not going to hold my breath just because I feel like Canadian wise, outside of the shows we've been to and Dynamite, has been a fumble. We had Collision that we could watch on TSN's website, and then we didn't, and then all of a sudden it's on TV while they're doing the Canadian run, which makes sense to me. But now that they've left Canada and they're back in the States, now all of a sudden AEW, Collision, and Rampage are behind a paywall, and it's very frustrating. Very frustrating, but... Sure. But, I mean, I'm, here's hoping, like, announcements in terms of the WrestleDream is just not like, I'm buying another company, which is also, we're not going to get too deep into because everyone wants to speculate because Tony Gunn's rich as fuck that he could yeah. buy anyone. Um, but I think the bigger announcement would be like, yes, we have a home and it's HBO Max. And starting then, we are going to have our programming available. I and so. I would think the big one is, and we're going to have the Ring of Honor back catalog available. I would hope so. I would love all that, actually, because I'd love to go back and watch more of the Briscoe's history. Uh, guys like Adam Cole kind of coming up, Bullet Club stuff with the Ring of Honor when that was The huge, Joe so. Punk saga. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, American Dragon, Brian Danielson's matches with Lance Storm and stuff. Sure, oh, yeah. we can get all that on YouTube, but it is fun to watch that in the element that it's supposed to be at too. So sure, and like a a, a full Ring of Honor pay per view, like a build a, a super card like they yeah. had. So it'll be Absolutely. it'll be nice and to hear more developing about that. But what we're here to talk about to end the show this week is mm-hmm. you know the worst name pay per view of 2023. That's right, we're talking AEW's Wrestle Dream. It's the dumbest name. Who and, sat in that fucking meeting? Well, when this pay-per-view was announced it was called wrestle dream a tribute to antonio anoki and ever right. since that weekend i haven't heard of antonio anoki's name being mentioned once in any of the promotion for wrestle dream not once uh when they, it was announced tony khan said we're hoping there's going to be some inclusion from new japan pro wrestling very little new japan pro wrestling is included in this show so i'm wondering if something maybe fell through who knows but here we are it's wrestle dream this weekend I was looking at the card. I'm like, great, another, another show where the world championship is not on the line. I don't like that, Mike. MJF is tagging with Adam Cole with his Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. Which on the line you know what? It sucks that MJF is also a part of the hottest tag team going right now. Yeah, it's kind of hard to fucking put emphasis on him. And- All right, I'm just going to quickly get into Grand Slam here, Good. just Good. a little bit. What incredible fucking show! Amazing. One incredible show top to bottom with incredible wrestling the entire time. How the fuck is Joe and MJF going on goddamn TV? And you know you have Wrestle Dream coming up. Right? That match is fucking awesome. That match was fucking awesome. Yeah. But Muscle Buster. Dude kicked out. Kicked dude out. kicked out of the muscles. But it but that's besides the point. Wrestle Dream, obviously another, like you said having blends of all wrestlers from everywhere mm-hmm. to flex on that. We've got friends. WWE doesn't have friends. We're friends with other companies. Scotty, let's have a rundown of the card. Let's go through AEW's wrestle dream. Okay. So first off, there is a fatal four-way tag team match and the winners get a future shot at the AEW tag team championships. It is orange Cassidy and hook 
versus the Lucha Brothers versus the Guns from Bullet Club Gold versus the Young Bucks. Yep. There you go. Uh, Julia Hart is challenging for the TBS oh, championship yeah. against Chris Statlander. What a fucking joke for Chris Statlander. <laughs> Listen, man, Julia Hart's not there yet. Chris Statlander, I think, is very, very, very great. Yep. That's a little bit of a fucking turd. <laughs> I think it's going to be a bit of a schmoz. If not, maybe it'll get made into more because Julia Hart, you know, spit black mist in, in Sky Blues and I think someone else's face. So I think it could turn into something more. But, you know, you, you've got to make that a big stamp right to be bad. <laughs> I think it'll be passable. I'm going to go with passable. You're uh, way, way too nice. I, I am. I am. Also, that fatal four-way tag, who you got? We'll do a firm prediction. We'll do it between ourselves so we can yeah, call sure. each other up for the year. But sure. um, I think the guns are going to get it. Who are the tag team champions? Uh, FTR. Yeah. Dan, I'll, I'll go Young Bucks. I'm just going to go Young Bucks to be different, but I think you made the right call there. Uh, I'm going to go yeah. for Statlander to retain her TBS championship. Well, I fucking hope so. <laughs> Fight someone uh, with a fucking pulse. This one I'm looking forward to, but I'm also worried that it's just going to be a bunch of chops. It is Shibata to, or challenging Eddie Kingston for both of his championships, the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship and the Ring of Honor Championship. Eddie just won the Ring of Honor World Championship. I can't see him dropping this, so I'm going Eddie Kingston all the way, but this will be stiff. This will be strong style, but again, worried that it'll just be a bunch of chops. Yeah, I, I'm fucking good for Eddie Kingston and the boom that's happening. It's finally happening. Dude, I loved his match against Cesaro or Claudio I, right, at I, Grand Slam. Catch. Dude, I was going to mention this. We didn't really talk Grand Slam. I started getting annoyed. I'm like, oh, they're doing the chop thing again. But then they cut it short and did moves or, you know, threw a jab kind of thing. Right. They did yeah. the chop thing the way I'm like, okay, I think this is the way it's supposed to be. Where they'd start doing chops, but then something else would happen and they wouldn't do it for seven minutes straight. No. And I was like, that's the way it should be. I don't want to see it any other way anymore. And if you're going to do it that way, I'm not going to watch. I'm probably going to start picking up my phone or going to the kitchen to get a drink or something like that. Yeah. Because I'm over it. But Eddie Kingston and Claudio nailed it at Grand Slam. I agree. I And we, you've been saying it forever, You the push for Eddie. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Like, they're they're going to start giving Eddie belts. And and I think starting with, like, I mean, New Japan, you have a New Japan belt, whatever. You can go anywhere and work. But mm-hmm. to have the Ring of Honor strap that's that's a step in the right direction for eddie kingston i think so too very happy with that need to see more promos from him i'm hoping it adds more views to ring of honor coming up next is a two out of three falls championship match for the AEW TNT championship darby allen challenging the champion the new champion christian cage i'm, I'm gonna get into it real quick because it's heavy rumors out there right now the biggest rumor out there right now that isn't Jade Cargill going to WWE? Is Edge going to AEW? The rumors out there right now are Edge is closer than ever to signing with AEW now. Then if that's the case, I hope you can fucking nail that down and have Edge come in because we're getting Edge Christian. Then. You're getting Edge versus Christian. I, I think That's so. the first program you're pushing. I would hope so. I would hope so. I don't want to see Edge coming in and helping Christian because Christian's a, one of the biggest heels in the company right now. So You fucking uh, need him to stay that kind of shitty fucking heel. And people aren't going to boo Edge. They're just not. That's not how it works. Nope. Stop, stop bringing guys into AEW and booking them as heels right off the bat when we're excited to see them in a different company. That's kind of what started sewering Cody Rhodes is all these guys were coming in. You're booking them as heels, but they're getting huge pops. 
and they're all fighting yeah. Cody. Anyway, up next, you've got the Don Callis family, Takeshita, Sammy Guevara, and Will Ospreay versus the Golden Jets, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Chris Jericho. Remember when Kenny Omega was a singles fucking wrestler? I do. You remember? I do. I pine for those days. Great entrance. North Carolina. Everyone loved it. And came on had five-star matches. I also, I don't hate this match. As much no. as I bitch and complain that I'm not seeing Kenny one-on-one, I don't hate this match. Uh, Chris Jericho apparently can fucking turn it on when he wants and yeah. like prove me wrong where I have to <laughs> shut the fuck up because I'm like, oh, yeah, you can still go. Um, I'm very, I'm very excited to see this outcome. I mean, maybe this will be like the end of this fucking saga of the. Probably not. You're right. Yeah, we still need to see face. Kenny versus Takeshita because Kenny hasn't beaten Takeshita yet. Unless they're just gonna go off with Kenny not beating Takeshita and they're gonna build Takeshita and Kenny's gonna go away. Which, I mean, if you're an EVP of the company, you pretty much just go away after every pay per view anyway. So fuck, it makes sense. It's very frustrating to me. Very frustrating. How do you have Grand Slam? One of the biggest. TV shows of your year and none of the elite are there. Piss off, fuck off, fuck you. Drives me nuts. I for them though, like give them some fucking time. We don't need don't to be know, on man. every show. Your ratings aren't going up. You need your biggest stars on every fucking show right now. Sure, you're right, especially like Grand Slam, right? Like you, you yeah. have this. You're uh, in New York. Guess who's not uh, taking off? Know. Guess who's not taking off New York shows? His name's Cody Rhodes. Guess who's not taking off New York shows? His name is Roman Reigns. Those guys are there. Roman's not here every week, but when he is, it's popping a rating and people are going nuts. Cody's there every week. He's popping a rating. People are going nuts. AEW's in hot markets. They don't go to New York very often. If anything other than Grand Slam once a year, you're not going to have the elite. Your 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 faces of the company there. Fucking blowing it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, good 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 point. Yep. Mike, the next match is the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships, Aussie Open challenging the champions, MJF and Adam Cole. There is some worry at the Grand Slam. It looked like Adam Cole tweaked his knee or his ankle or something like that doing the run-in. But he'll be fine. He'll be fine. By the way, I'm going Jericho Golden Lovers for the win uh, in the six-man. Yeah, good pick. I'm going to go Christian Cage as well for the win because we didn't pick that yep. either. Then we've got what I think is going to be match of the night. We've got Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. Man. Fuck. This <laughs> on paper could be the one that steals the fuck show. Yeah. Uh, awesome fucking matchup. The the promo that started this feud when Swerve came out and was like, you don't even want this spot. I'm going to take that spot since you're going to go home and fuck off all the time or not show up and not care and dick around on your YouTube shows. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I'm going Swerve in this one. Man. I'm saying this, like we're we're getting like too close to the end of 2023. I'm going fucking swerve for big things 2024. Yeah. We've man. been saying it for a while that swerve is just like just on that precipice of like we're gonna fucking use swerve. We're gonna do something with swerve. Absolutely. And to find it off, uh I'm assuming this is the main event. It's Zach Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Uh a quote unquote dream match for for people that love twisting guys into pretzels and then kicking them real hard. I really hope this lives up to the fucking weight that it's been. Uh, I think it will. I think I'm going to enjoy the middle of this match and the end of the match. But in the match, I'm going to be not watching. Don't care about your little wrist locks. Don't care. <sighs> it's part of it, man. Don't care. I don't care about the wrist locks, babe. I'll see you later. Don't care. <laughs> you know shit. 
<laughs> Do you, is this the surprise edge show up? I think it's a big question. There's got to be something big at Wrestle Dream. In my opinion, if Edge is showing up and the main event is Brian Danielson, I don't see why Edge would show up at the end of that match. I, if, in my opinion, if you're if that if the rumor is out there and it's a strong rumor, kind of like Punk's return, you got to do it on TV. I'm not saying you're, you're right. going to have Pick, a night, but boost your ratings on your fucking television show. Yeah, good have, call. Good have call. Have someone leak out that you know you think you know me. Just tweet that out, and people, everyone will watch Dynamite on on Wednesday night. So yeah. But there you go. There's Wrestle Dream card. Um, I think I'm gonna get it, Mike. I've got the weekend to myself this weekend. Um, yeah, I mean Wrestle Dream. I'm thinking like you save fifty bucks. If it's if it's forty bucks, I think I'm in. If it's fifty bucks, I think I'm out. But I think it's fifty. I think you're right too. But yeah, I am just I watch know. it the next day. I gotta work the next day, and then Monday Night Raw's on. Monday Night Raw's been great lately. It's been this past Monday Night Raw was very, very good. Big fan of it, but uh, we don't have time to discuss that. Mike, it's been fun. There's your Wrestle Dream card. There's your Jade Cargill update. There's your uh, WWE releases shenanigans. It's been a fun show, pal. It's been it's been it's been almost a news heavy show. We're not we're not one for news, but we're we're not news heavy show. No, but with that being said, you're welcome. Repair legal yeah. mic. I'm Scotty Via. This is be the in my house. Pro Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, Welcome to my house. Play that music.